I'm seeing fewer senior marketing execs really willing to take risks, resulting in a lot of kind of same, same ads for mothers and communications. This is something that's coming very strongly through in our Marketing to Mums research. And without question, they really respond and reward brands that are doing things differently. Hello, and welcome to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps marketers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs sell more effectively to the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Each fortnight, we bring you a deep diving interview with a marketing specialist from around the globe who can help you gain insights about this influential consumer. Let's hear from our host, Katrina McCarter. Hello, it's Katrina. It is great to have you here. Now, you've heard me talk about the mistakes that brands make when they're trying to attract mothers to their business. Well, today I am focusing in what are the things that brands are getting right. I am going to be sharing with you six strategies that are working very effectively for brands who want to attract more mothers to their business. So let's dive in. I really want you to know that it's certainly not all doom and gloom out there. I know that I have focused in on those mistakes previously, but I want to say there are some wonderful examples of brands that are highly successful in engaging mothers, and it's really leading them to enjoy great success out in the market. Mothers will gravitate towards brands that can really show that they understand what mums need and what they have to deal with every day and how tough and the sheer grit that's required to be a mum today. I am seeing six strategies that really stand out and that are working exceptionally well for brands and business owners and that's what I wanted to cover off today. So let's kick off and look at strategy number one and that is all about being different. One of the most effective methods of breaking through that marketing noise is by being different. Whether it's through innovation in your product offerings or whether it's standing out with your marketing communications by doing something with a very different approach. Brands are being rewarded by mothers for taking a unique approach. And if that difference includes being more playful and humorous, then the rewards can even be even greater. Now, straight up, I'm just thinking about last week. Uh, we saw the Thank You brand launch their No Small Plan video. And what they were doing was that they were trying to activate their army of, of, of in their community who are predominantly young millennial mothers and trying to get them to help them get a meeting with Unilever and PNG. So I see that they, they took a very different approach and they did that via social media and they really stood out as a result. Another idea that really springs to mind that I've seen over recent years has been Aldi Supermarkets. This is a discount supermarket chain that came into Australia in 2001 to play up against our two dominant supermarket players being Coles and Woolworths. Now, In Australia in 2019, they were named Australia's most trusted brand by Roy Morgan Research. Um, 
which is, you know, an incredible achievement given that they've only been in the country since 2001. You know, Aldi lives by a good different strategy. Not only do they help families save money on groceries, they focus heavily on their offers for mothers. You know, I guess an example that springs up would be that they're really well known for their baby products and the removal of all the artificial colours from their products to help families live a healthier lifestyle. They also cater to the growing trend towards protecting the environment. So they've removed the microbeads from their toothpaste and beauty products. And when, when it comes to laundry products, their products have got no phosphates. So it's all about keeping waterways clean. This is a clear point of difference. It makes them different. These examples position Aldi as doing things differently uh, from the other two big players in the market. And they're providing an alternative where previously they really didn't feel like there was. The other two kind of felt a little same same. So as well as their family friendly products, the way in which Aldi speaks and communicates with their customers really resonates with mothers. They use very playful and a fun approach to supermarket shopping, you know, which is usually seen as quite a tedious chore. You know, I certainly can put my hand up and say that. I think that perhaps the ad that resonates most strongly with mothers is one that's kind of known as the dancing shopping trolley. Now, in this ad, we see a woman perform a dance routine with her shopping trolley as she returns it to the trolley bay. Now, I surveyed mothers across Australia after this ad launched, um, and there was unanimous praise for making the mundane fun again. You know, they really, really responded to that. Yet what I would say is despite, you know, successes like this with Audi, uh, despite the success of, you know, what I'm seeing out there for the No Small Plan, I'm seeing fewer senior marketing execs really willing to take risks in the last few years and really willing to do something different, they're really feeling a growing pressure to demonstrate that short-term return on investment. So, you know, that's resulting in a lot of kind of same, same ads for mothers and communications, and they're increasingly disengaging. And this is something that's coming very strongly through in our Marketing to Mums research. We're often going out to mums and getting their feedback on new creatives that we're seeing out there to, to, to just gauge uh, where the feeling is. And without question, they really respond and reward brands that are doing things differently. So I want to challenge you, have a look. There is a great opportunity for your business to separate itself from the competitors by doing things differently. Okay, so that's the first strategy, being different. The second strategy that I want to talk about today is really taking the time to understand diversity and the modern family and reflecting that in your brand communications. You know, I see some brands are enjoying great success by recognizing that mums really want more diversity from their marketing communications. In the UK, there was a study done that found that 65% of families are non-traditional. And what I loved was that Volvo really jumped on this one insight and they, they produced 
what is known as the Family Icons video. And I'll make sure that I put a link into the show notes so you can have a look at it. And it really focused on reflecting the changing family structures. So, you know, we heard interviews from women who had their first child in their 40s, same-sex couples. We heard from blended families. And what Volvo did, they took this insight they partnered with a Westfield in Shepherd's Bush in London and it was all set out to challenge the existing imagery of parenthood and and to celebrate the rapidly increasing diverse family structures and together Westfield and Volvo redesigned the car parking bays, the imagery there in the car park to include new signs. You know, instead of having that baby sign with the mother, it was now new signs where they reflected same-sex couples with a baby, single mothers with a baby, two sets of parents with a baby, you know, two men with a baby, two dads. Not surprisingly, it was it was really well received by mothers and families and dads and it positioned Volvo as being customer-centric and it demonstrated a really deep understanding of modern parenthood. And I will say there is a great episode that I I recorded with Mike Johnson from Volvo Cars from the UK. He was, at the time, he was head of their marketing strategy. He's now in charge of global brand communications. And we actually talked about this particular campaign. So if this is of interest to you, um, I really encourage you to make sure you get onto the show notes so that you can go back and listen to this particular episode from season one. Marketing to Mums, the podcast is proudly brought to you by the Marketing to Mums Assessment. This personalized diagnostic report will help you understand how your brand is currently performing in your Marketing to Mums activities. The Marketing to Mums assessment will clearly identify your gaps and opportunities and provide you with a series of recommendations to attract, engage and convert more mothers and their families to your business. You can find out more about Marketing to Mums assessment on the website at www.marketingtomums.com.au forward slash assessment. Another great brand example of a brand that's embracing diversity is Tylenol in the US. They really embrace diversity in every part of their organization. It's really become more of the core value for the company and it really shines through in their marketing. They have a hashtag How We Family campaign that they started running, I think it was back in 2015, and it celebrates all the different ways people form families. And they've positioned their brand as being inclusive of all the different kinds of family structures, whether that's same sex, interracial, blended families. And it really demonstrates how their brand helps all types of families. And I think that that's a great example as well, really well worth having a look at. So I think it is so important for you to be considering diversity. And the reason I also stress this is that our research at Marketing to Mums, we went out and asked them, what do you think brands are getting wrong? And not reflecting the reality 
of the changing family structure was actually one of the key uh, mistakes that mums feel brands are making. So it really, really highlights from a mum's perspective, this is something that, that you really need to be looking at. So that's the second strategy that I wanted to highlight. So let's move on to strategy three, and it's all about storytelling and really telling compelling stories. I think that stories have got the great ability to humanize your brand. And mums are incredibly emotive, and we know that they connect with stories. I also know that mums are really rejecting traditional corporate sales messages. Stories are a great way to attract mums and really build a relationship with them. I'm forever telling my clients, your brand story is powerful and influential. Use it. You know, for me, this is the first story that you really want to get right. This is the story of why you do what you do, the values your company has, and the reasons behind the products and services that you've created for mums. You can also then create stories for different individual products that you might have or individual services. I think one that really springs to mind was one done in Australia a couple of years ago by a car manufacturer. We had Hyundai and they uh, really created great rapport with parents by focusing in on the story of kids fighting in the back seat of the car and they used it. They used this storytelling element to promote their Santa Fe car model. And uh, in one of the ads that they used, they depicted, you know, those familiar mini stories of kids fighting on the back seat of the car. And not only that, it was the stress that it causes the parents while they're driving. And what they show us is that they take us through time from the 1950s through to modern times. And we see, you know, the same familiar fights uh, that break out between siblings traveling on the backseat of the car. And Santa Fe actually promises peace to parents. And they highlight how their new car technology and design features will actually settle those backseat fighting, you know, once and for all. And what they've done here is that they've really used storytelling to demonstrate their understanding of this deep, deep pain point uh, for parents of driving, driving the family car with the kids fighting. And uh, it was incredibly effective. Uh, mums loved the campaign. We reached out to mums and we asked them about it. And I thought that that was a really great example. But I'm, I would ask you, what stories can you be sharing to build relationships with prospective mums as customers and also strengthen existing customer relationships with mothers. I really, really think that this is something that we need to look at and how, how we can integrate this into our marketing communications. So that's the third strategy. Now, the fourth strategy that I'm wanting to talk about uh, today or tonight, depending on what time it is where you're listening, is showing empathy for mums. Empathy is an incredibly effective tool for building deep and lasting relationships with mothers. In our Marketing to Mums research, mums repeatedly made it clear that they feel this disconnect between advertising and their reality. They really expressed a desire for marketers to stop portraying these perfect lives with mums that have kind of got it all together because it's just not the life that they're leading. And the other thing they said to us, it's not the life that they're aspiring to lead either. So they really feel like their lives are being quite trivialized 
And as a result, they're dismissing the brand's marketing messages. It's actually very, very damaging for the brand. There is often this really strong aversion to these highly stylized brand communications that kind of assume that mothers are all highly aspirational. You know, our research has shown time and time again that the vast majority of mothers really are not that aspirational. They're deeply looking for authenticity from brands. They're looking for those cues that brands understand the complexity of their life. Brands that can accurately really depict that reality are richly rewarded. And that's really what I want to encourage here. Mums have made it clear that they want marketers to respect them and earn their attention. Mothers across the world have told us that they want to be treated as women first, mothers second. Motherhood is incredibly important to them, but it's not all of them. And they want to be respected for the multidimensional people that they are. And I think this is such a key, important one for, for marketers to be aware of. Empathy in your marketing really starts with deeply understanding your core segment of the mum market. And that's through research. You know, it's not enough also just to know them and do the research. What you want to do is demonstrate that you understand them. And it's when you demonstrate that you understand them, that's when rapport is built and built very, very quickly. And I guess I'd love to throw up an example that I think uh, a brand has done really well at showing empathy is... um, what springs to mind is it is a US campaign, a TVC, uh, done by YoPlay, and it was called the Mum On Commercial. And I think it was probably about 2017. I'll make sure that I put the link in the show notes for you. And this t- uh, this television commercial really tackled the issue of how mums feel judged for their choices. You know, whether that choice be breastfeeding in public, going back to work, you know, deciding to have a child in your, in your 40s, mid, you know, early mid-40s, wearing activewear all day or using bribery to actually get the kids to, uh, to do the chores around the house. YoPlay depicts that the ongoing daily judgments that mums feel they are up against. And this commercial really successfully positioned the YoPlay brand as having a deep understanding and empathy for the constant judgments mums feel. Yeah, so including the choice of what they choose to feed their child. So I thought that that was a great use of of empathy. Another one, uh, another brand, completely different industry. Uh, I want to talk about a global athleisure brand called Active Truth that was started here in Australia. This business was started by two mums who identified that most of the big brand designs didn't work well for pregnant women, nor did they work well for women size 14 or over. In fact, they didn't really cater for them. So they've gone out and they've created athleisure wear, so active wear specifically for pregnant women and mothers who want something really very functional. They recognise that pregnant women really want a tights that weren't going to roll down over their bump and they also recognise that mums were seeking tights that would kind of hold them in in all the right places that were also really comfortable and also had somewhere for them to store their phone and their keys. They went out with a range that was had very inclusive sizing because they strongly believe that all women deserve to look and feel great in, in active wear. 
that fits, that flatters and supports them through every stage of their life. Now, Active Truth as a brand celebrates diversity. They refuse to modify their images of their models. They use women of all sizes. They really challenge stereotypes and biases around body image. And this is really clearly seen in all their newsletters and social media. Now, in the few short years that this business has been going, they are absolutely kicking it. They're having some great success. Being real, respecting and empathizing with mothers has seen them in embraced by the market. They've built a very healthy online business. It's certainly one to watch. Um, I will make sure. Actually, um, I have recorded an an episode with uh, Nadia and Stevie from Act of Truth um, and they share a lot of those insights. So I will make sure, we did that in season one, I will make sure that I also put in a link so that you can have a listen to that. So that's the fourth strategy, really having empathy for mothers. The fifth strategy that I want to talk about is communicating in a fun and playful way. You know, mums are solving problems all day long. They're making decisions for themselves, for their kids, for their partner, and sometimes even their aging parents. You know, life can feel a bit serious. And certainly in COVID times, life is feeling very serious. When we reached out to mothers, you know, they really expressed a desire to see more fun and playful communications from brands. They really thought that they just wanted things to be a bit lighter and fun. A great example of a brand that I believe has really embraced this fun, playful communications over the past few years has been Clorox. This is a bleach product, a brand uh, based out of the US that has produced some great YouTube pre-roll ads. And for those not familiar with pre-roll ads, they're that short promotional video which runs prior to the actual video that you've selected when you head over to YouTube. Now, Clorox clearly understand that mothers face some pretty unique experiences with their children every day and they actually share a selection of these kind of more memorable moments that uh, unique moments that mums uh, might experience really to uh, to draw a smile from from mothers and I can think of a couple of these that that really got me smiling and when I've when I've shown them to other mothers really really resonates for them so in one pre-roll video we saw we see a mum walk in on her son and one of his friends in the bathroom and there's all this tape on the floor some distance away from the toilet and the mum says you know what why is there tape on my floor and she's informed that they're having this contest you see mum to see who could reach the toilet from the furthest point you know so that's a very you know unique experience that uh, that mum might experience in her day and in another one Clorox shows a small child who's kind of helping out around the house and we're seeing this young kid who's all of about three or four and he's mopping the bathroom floor and you know mum's got a beautiful smile and then the, the camera pans back and we actually see that he's rinsing the mop in the toilet. So Clorox uses this strategy of these fun, playful communications to highlight what they call life's bleachable moments. And the reactions, as I said, when I show these pre-rolls during my speaking engagements, I remember one person saying to me, you know, who would have thought that buying bleach could be so much fun? And another mother said, I will never forget that brand. 
Now, fun and playful communications can really successfully make your brand memorable in a very positive way. Your podcast host, Katrina McCarter, has launched her second book. Called The Mother of All Opportunities, this book has been written for board directors, C-suite, senior marketers, and business owners to shine a light on the enormous opportunities for growth which exist in the mum market. Katrina demonstrates why now is the right time to rethink your relationship with the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Fast track your brand and build a competitive advantage by gaining critical research-based insights into this massive and underserved market. If you live in Australia, you can get your copy from www.marketingtomums.com.au forward slash book. If you live overseas, you can get your copy from Amazon. There's someone else that I would love to mention in terms of who really does fun, playful communications, and that's Celeste Barber. For those of you not familiar with Celeste, she's a trained actor, writer, comedian, and mother who hit international fame for recreating kind of those really ridiculous poses made by many of the models and celebrities and influencers. And she ran a hashtag that was followed all over the world called Celeste Challenge at Accepted. So we on one side we would see the influencer in some ridiculous pose and then we would see Celeste's attempt at recreating it. Now really funny, amusing parodies. They were used to really point to the disturbing portrayal of celebrity women in the media. She started this back in 2015 and she has built a massive worldwide following of millions and millions of people. Many of these are mothers and she's really become an influencer in her her own right. I know that she's toured the US, she's toured Europe, she's been on the cover of InStyle magazine, she's launched a book and she's started now co-creating content in recent years with brands across the world and it's really allowing brands to tap into this fun and playful communications to build rapport with women. In Australia a couple of years ago and this was probably the first campaign I really saw Celeste in that I sat up and took notice was for the Holden Automotive Company, and she was doing a commercial with them to highlight the Equinox model. And in this national commercial, Celeste is depicted as this international superstar and she's draped all over the car, really hamming it up, and she's working with what what appears to be a top French director. Mums absolutely were unanimous in their love of this TV commercial. With one of of the mums, I'd love to just read out their response, was nailed it. This is truly awesome. It made me genuinely warm to the car and the brand. Kudos to the Holden marketing team for having the guts to run with a real mum. It's so much better than any other car ad. I thought, you know, that's really telling you. You know, Barbara has gone on, Celeste has gone on, she's worked and collaborated with brands in the US and she's collaborated with the likes of Tom Ford. She's really allowing brands to demonstrate that they don't have to take themselves too seriously. 
So I really encourage you to be thinking about how you can be using more fun, playful communications, particularly in light of the heaviness of COVID. Now, I agree this has to be done really sensitively, but there is enormous success that I'm seeing for brands that are heading in this direction. Now, the sixth strategy, the final strategy that I did want to talk about tonight is surprise and delight. Now, surprise and delight can be a very effective uh, strategy for engaging with mums. Providing a mother with a surprise can let her know just how important and special she is to your brand. My marketing to mums research has really found that mothers came to us and they said, you know, it's really, it's those little personal, personalized touches that really influences them to choose one brand over another. Now, I've uh, spoken with Amy Henry. Amy is the president of Flashlight Insights and she's based over in Philadelphia and I've had the pleasure of knowing Amy probably for about four years now. And uh, Amy is really quite a champion of surprise and delight as a strategy. So I reached out to her and we recorded a whole episode around surprise and delight when I first launched Marketing to Mums, the podcast. And if you haven't caught that one, it's probably episode two or three and I'll make sure that I put it in the show notes. But I reached out and I asked Amy, you know, what are some of the benefits of surprise and delight? And this is what she said. She said, when brands engage in surprise and delight, they do far more than capture mum's attention. What separates a surprise and delight strategy from a gimmick is that essential insight that tells her, one, I've anticipated what you want because I'm really paying attention. Two, I see our relationship as far more than transactional. Three, I don't take your business or loyalty for granted. And four, I believe you're a person deserving of joy. She goes on to say, so it's no surprise that brands that surprise and delight feel more human than brands that do not. They're lovable, but they're also forgivable if they fall a step behind or make a mistake. Surprise and delight strengthens brands in the short term and makes them stand the test of time. Now, Amy cited JetBlue, a low-cost US-based airline, which uses surprise and delight very well. They took the understanding or the insight that mums feel judgment again when they're traveling with a baby, and they wanted to celebrate mothers for Mother's Day. So they released a three-minute YouTube video called Fly Babies, which really took us through the four mothers' preparation for a flight with their baby solo from New York to Long Beach. And it really tapped into that feeling of stress and anxiety of flying by yourself with a baby. Now, as the flight takes to the air, the stewardess comes on to the PA to welcome people and let them know that they're on the only fly baby's flight where a crying baby is considered a good thing. She goes on to explain that people on the flight were told that they would receive a 25% discount off their next JetBlue flight for each crying baby on the flight. So what that meant was that if there were four babies that cried, they would actually receive a free flight. 
So immediately these four mothers uh, who we've been following their stories could immediately relax and there was immense celebrations on board when that fourth baby cried and everyone on the flight got a free flight. So JetBlue were really aiming to get passengers to have, a, I guess, a greater empathy uh, for parents travelling with a small child. And they, they had a message around this video, which was, next time, smile at a crying baby for crying out loud. Now, this was obviously a one-off publicity stunt on a real flight, uh, but it served to really build stronger relationships among mothers right across the US who felt that JetBlue really understood them. And it really highlighted that they understand mothers and this surprise and delight element of the marketing activity, which saw them receive that free flight, really challenged passengers to rethink traveling with babies on a flight. So I really want you to be thinking about how could you use surprise and delight? You know, I'll give you another example that just springs to mind. I have a client who has a a premium home delivery meal kit and their business is growing dramatically. And on Fridays, I always encourage the CEO to spend half an hour on the phone calling all the new customers or as many new customers as he could within that half hour period and to surprise and delight them. And he would use that as an opportunity to find out what they thought about their first delivery, what he could do better as a company. And the responses were just, they were they were stunned that the owner of the business would actually take the time to call them first and foremost. They were stunned that they wanted to, you know, that he wanted to hear their feedback and find out their suggestions and what they thought about it. And for him, it had so many benefits as well because he was able to stay connected uh, with his client base, particularly as his business is growing and he's becoming further and further, I guess, distant and removed from his customers. And this was a great way for him to stay relevant and stay connected. So I want you to be thinking about how is it that you could use that surprise and delight element uh, for your brand? So today I have shared with you six marketing strategies that are working incredibly well for brands and it's what brands are getting right. And they were one, being different. Two, understanding the diversity of the modern family. Three, telling compelling stories. Four, showing empathy for mothers. Five, communicating in a fun and playful way. And six, looking at using surprise and delight. Now, I really challenge you to get together with your team and look at how you could implement these six strategies into your existing marketing strategy and see what happens in terms of building and really retaining new mum customers into your business. I thank you very much for listening and until next time, bye for now. I hope you found this episode really helpful. I would love you to share this with another marketer or business owner that you think could really benefit from knowing about these six strategies. Until next time, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps you drive sales and profit in your organization by developing a deeper understanding of the world's most powerful consumer, mums. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a review and tell us what your key takeaway was or who your favorite guest was and why. 
If you would like to get the show notes from today's episode or any of the links mentioned, all you need to do is head to marketingtomums.com.au forward slash podcast. Don't forget to sign up to receive an email to let you know when the next episode is released. Thanks for listening.